Hello all and welcome to another podcast brought to you by Hashtag Obsessed. Um, your weekly dose of football nonsense. As always, we will be discussing all the weekend's action, any other hot topics, latest news. Um, we've got a little bit of trivia. Um, and as always, we end up with Manep's Team of the Week. So let's start off then with a quick roundup. Well, not quick, but a roundup of the weekend's action. Um We'll start off with the the big game going into last weekend. It was the Manchester derby. Um, United disappointingly, um, painfully knocked out of the Champions League on the on the very very last hurdle. Um, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer said himself, Manchester derby was the perfect game um, for them coming off the back of that defeat. Um, as were were both teams just happy with the draw at the end of that one. Before I get into it, I just want to say a big welcome to uh, Sebu oh, James on the podcast you know today. My, my, uh, my apologies, I forgot to introduce everybody. Yes, you did. So obviously, my, usually the host, myself, Tift, and obviously we've got our usual panel joining us, Zach, um, Zach, Ass and Yusuf, and we've got a, a, a newcomer this week, Sabri J. Great to have you here. How are you doing? Hello. Hello, everybody. Just to let you know, you've been upgraded from Manib today. Absolutely. <laughs> well, we'll find out, mate. We will find out. I don't watch much football, oh. but the much football that I do watch, I provide expert opinions. Nice, stuff nice, that people nice. have missed out on. Um, yeah. Fantastic. We'll let, the li- we'll, this week. we'll let the listeners decide whether you're an upgrade <laughs> or a downgrade. <laughs> We'll have a, we'll have, I'll tell you what, we'll have a little poll at the end, shall we? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Can you, can you tell us the Manchester derby result, please? <laughs> yeah, that one I know. It's a fantastic result for United. One nil to United. Nil nil. Great result for United. Man City would be disappointed with that. Okay, but, can we uh, can we just go through this in a normal way now? Yeah. I'll tell you what. Since you started talking to BG, yeah. What, what, what was your thoughts on the result of that game? Was it? I know. As had a two two. That game. That game used to be the most interesting game to watch, and that, that's not being biased. It used to be like you know, NTN stuff is is like real big giants going at each other. Mm-hmm. But that's probably one of the most boring games you can watch. Is it that nil nil? Did you watch United? Did you watch it? Yeah, no, I'm not gonna lie. Okay, <laughs> I, I I don't I don't think United and City have, has ever been that exciting. If I'm being honest, well, oh, it used to be. I remember the. Are you sure, Are you? There's been a few decent games. It was a bit of a, a snooze fest. Was the weekend. last minute winner by Rooney or, or Owen? Yeah, 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 Michael yeah. Owen. That was an idol ad a few years back. I remember Idolad. that. But then also the, the 6 1 at Old Trafford. That was huge. That was the first time I actually thought yeah. City would do anything. The Robin, the Robin Van Dyke winner. Percy. The Pogba masterclass a couple of years before. Oh, exactly, yeah. Marshall yeah. Rashford last year. Yeah, it's been great games, mate. The Wazaroon Wazaru- overhead kick, Paul Scholes header in the stoppage time. Yeah. yeah to be fair, there's been some crackers, fair. actually. Absolutely. 1-0, 7 Alright, let's 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 get back on to the game then. As I, I was asking you, okay. do you think both managers were playing for a draw and were quite happy uh, with the yeah. result at the end of the game? I think they were both definitely happy with the result. Um, and I don't know why, because I think both teams were there for the taking to an extent. Um, I thought Man City probably should have started a game on the front foot. Um, if, I, if I was Pep Guardiola or f- bold fraud or whatever you want to call him, um, he should have started the game with a more attacking lineup. Um, he started off conservative with both Fernandinho and Rodri in midfield, um, which I think said his intentions from the start. Um, 
And I think United would have been vulnerable in the first 20 minutes. Over the last sort of, since, since the start of the season, really, they've shown a lot of vulnerabilities in the first 20, 30 minutes of games. And that was shown midweek in Leipzig last week. So mentally, um, it's um, quite um, fragile, I think. Um, so I think they made, I think Man City missed an opportunity. I think United, after going out of Europe and the pressure on Solskjaer, would have taken that result before the game. Um, but again, I do think that if they played with a bit more ambition, um, they could have gone on to win it. Um, but like I said, both teams were happy with the draw. Um, there wasn't any real talking points. I think both teams had good chances. Well, sorry, minimal chances. Um, United had a few set-piece opportunities. Um but that was it, really. And Do you what was more United having been dumped out of the Champions League a few days ago? More from United, yeah, a bit, a bit um, more from them, you know. I think, I think United. I think they probably looked at it. Solskjaer probably looked at it as okay. We're above Man City in the table at the moment, um, and um, you know, he probably knew that if he lost that game, the pressure would have mounted on him. Um, there's a few games coming up now. Um, Sheffield United, we've got Leeds, which is probably which might be a bit more difficult. They got winnable games, so I think he thought if I can get a point in that game and win the others, then it would have been a good December by by the time we come to the end of the month. Um, but I, I think we have to look at it. You can look at it two ways. You can look at it as a chance to bounce back from the Champions League exit, or you can look at it as well, teams are dropping points on the table. A point to Man City isn't a, the worst result. Um, and like I said, I think Solskjaer might have been just thinking about the pressure that it would have put on him if they'd lost that game and, and went for the draw. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what else to add on that game, really. It was, um, it was, it was yeah. not much to say. Um, you, you're, you're, you're an admirer of Pep, um, yeah. myself. Did, did his approach surprise you a bit, just how cautious he was? And how well he um, seemed to be satisfied uh, after that performance. He did, and you know what? I, I think it comes down to if you look at the last couple of years, Solskjaer and United have had Pep and Man City's number. To be fair, they, they've got results against them the last couple of years at Old Trafford and at the Etihad. So I think Pep looked at this game beforehand, and I definitely think he was. Even though I know it's a draw at United and United haven't been in great form, I genuinely think he is happy with that draw. Mm. He is really happy. And that says a lot about a Pep Guardiola team happy to go and play against a team wherever it is. And he's literally happy to sit back. Not sit back, but play a bit more defensive than he obviously would. As as said, there was Fernandinho and Rodri playing. Um, but I think that, that that was a big turning point in the game that the Etihad will be really. Um, I think when because mentally now they've they've got a draw against them and they haven't lost again. If they lost again against United, mm. then it would have been a big. Blow We're now them. in a world where Pep Guardiola goes to Old Trafford trying to hold on to a nil-nil draw, and Jose Mourinho goes looking for a six-one victory. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, what kind of a topsy-turvy season has it been? <laughs> Um, uh, the other thing I would say just about Man City, I mean, I think they're blunt up front. They're, they're front three now. I mean, a few years ago, it used to be Aguero, Sterling on fire and, and Sane. And that was, you know, everyone used to compare that to the Liverpool front three and not people weren't really quite sure which was the superior attack. Now they've I got... I think the Villa front three is better now, isn't it? Now, now they've got Gabriel Jesus, who I think is 
awful. He looks like he's put on several pounds in the past few years. Lockdown has not been uh, good for his weight. And he looks like he can't move, can't finish. A terrible, terrible striker. Um, the right-hand side, they've got Mares, who's a box of tricks, but only really performs against bottom, bottom half sides. And then Sterling, his form has gone off a cliff. I mean, we've mentioned players like throughout this podcast, we mentioned Firmino, we mentioned Aubameyang as players who've, who've lost their form, but we haven't mentioned Sterling at all. Last season, he was a fixture in my fancy football side and he was just hoovering up points for me week after week. Um, but this season, that form is nowhere to be seen and, and it's not not really been covered or highlighted at all um, in the media. He's, he's, yeah, He was... Uh, uh, Bismol on the weekend. Absolutely. Yeah. He's, it's, it's 21 games or maybe 22 games now that he's played against United in his career and he still hasn't scored a goal. It's crazy. No, it's right. But about their front three, though. <laughs> <laughs> about, <laughs> about that front three, though. Sergio is coming back and he, he was back midweek. He came off the bench. He scored. Whatever we say about their front three, if you have Aguero up top, and I know he's not the same player as he was, but he can still get goals. He's that type of player that literally any chance that's in front of him, he will finish. But he's always he's played in a Man City he's, side that's phenomenal. Now the other 10 players on the pitch are going to be looking to him to carry carry them a little bit. And is he good enough to do that? No, I, 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 I rate Aguero very highly. And I think very, he is capable. I think if you add Aguero into that team with De Bruyne, I think they are a, they are a different animal. Exactly. Um, but I think I think the issue with Aguero is that he doesn't stay fit, um, and especially now as he's getting older. But if also, he can... oh, they need to they need to reinvent that team. They need um, probably a new midfielder. Yeah. Um, a new they probably do need a new striker. Um, they probably need to replace Leroy Sané as well, maybe. But then they, they're not. Um, they're not putting trust. My biggest issue with Pep is that he doesn't put trust into players like Foden. Foden One thing that yeah. United have always done is in Manchester derbies is played United Academy players, and they always like they've always made. They, they, <clears throat> oh, funny, but basically Love they'll always you. they play players who over years they've always had Academy players in the team. United have always had that. But in the Manchester derby, they'll always add that extra one or two if needs be. At the moment, they've got enough in the team anyway. But they've always, because the academy players are the ones who understand that fixture. Um, they're the ones who've got friends who are local in Manchester and have got all the bragging rights. And I'll say one, one, one thing on that, actually. The end of the game was absolutely appalling. Both Michael Carrick and Pep Guardiola were basically necking each other. So were Harry, <laughs> Harry Maguire and John Stones. It was... It was Oh, the yeah. United United City it should be um, a tense affair. And um, when when Schmeichel left United and he and he, and he moved to Man City, Gary Neville um, didn't look. Yeah, Gary Neville didn't look at him and refused to shake his hand. Um, Harry I mean, Maguire is just not. I'm sorry, a proper United captain. I don't know what he is, but you know what I mean. To be doing that after just, the Manchester uh, derby is disgrace. It was captain, a, it was an, it was an absolute disgrace, and they were they were all just just too friendly for my liking, and. Um, yeah. Isn't that anyway, modern football? And you think that all of the, you know, whenever they go on the England camp, I see Tottenham players chilling with Arsenal players and, and Ben Chunwell yeah. apparently is in a WhatsApp group with Tottenham players. And I don't think they, they take it as seriously as as us fans do. I I don't expect them to, like, be We're enemies. We're in a WhatsApp group. All, <laughs> ultimately, they are in a WhatsApp group. <laughs> 
you know, they are England teammates, so they do get on. But when they're on the when they're on the battle pitch in the derby match, you know, they shouldn't be that friendly. Mm. And it and it was it was a bit over the top. It wasn't just shaking hands. Maguire hugged yeah. John Stones like John Stones was his long lost son. He hasn't seen him in the last <laughs> twenty years. <laughs> Has anyone seen him play in twenty years? Yeah, that's that's that sounds about right. The assessment. It, it does seem that we discussed it before that hole in City's midfield, David Silva. This um, they seem to have struggled quite a bit um, in midfield, especially, and they are toothless in attack. Um, lunchtime game on Saturday, Everton um, beat a, an informed Chelsea side one nil. Scrappy performance by um, Chelsea. Um, Zach, was that uh, Everton proving the doubters a bit there with that result? Um. I don't think so. I think it was more of the opposite, that Chelsea proving the, doubt, the doubters right um, following that result. Yeah. They've, yeah. But you said they're the toughest team in the league at the moment. They were, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> but I mean, Europe, I'll put my hands up. I was wrong with that one. Um, <laughs> Chelsea have, have yet to get three points against any side that's in the top 13 in the Premier League, um, wow. which does beg the question, are they just... Uh, so they just bullied small sides and, and uh, unable to figure out anything against someone a bit more tactically astute like Carlo Ancelotti. Um, the minute Everton got their penalty, scored the goal 1-0 up, they shut up shop and Chelsea had absolutely nothing to break through them, which mm. is, I think they've gone back to what they were before ZX started playing in form. And now that he's injured again, they're just lacking that that creativity and someone to unlock the door again. Yeah. Mm. They did. They did play the four centre backs, though, innit? They literally played four centre backs in a back four: Godfrey, Holgate, Keane, and Mina. That is just. But that was down to injury, though, wasn't it? It's injuries, yeah, yeah. But that is like it's fantastic. Obviously, he could have played the different, yeah. but it's fantastic. I think it's amazing what he done. To Absolutely. Um, what's your thoughts on um, Chelsea season, especially with the addition of the marquee signings that they've made? How do you think they've fared? I'm waiting for them to fall apart, to be honest with you. I don't think Lampard is a great manager. No, yeah. I'm just waiting, I'm just waiting for the the thread to unveil, unveil itself. Hopefully, they're going to get battered by um, Atletico. Well, that game's a little wide away, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I'll show how good Frank Lampard is. I think Charles got a bit gassed at this moment of time. Yeah, I agree. That's, that's I think with enough. that game, I think I, I think Atletico Madrid is probably the worst team that Chelsea could have got. Could have gone. But <laughs> between now and then, a lot could change. I'll say one thing again, like Zach. I know we, you mentioned how there's certain players that have have been spoken about a lot, a lot, a lot more than others. I think Havertz, I think, needs to be spoken about because <laughs> I, I, I don't see what he offers. He's weak in the midfield. Yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not doubting the potential ability that he's got. But again, I think I think this is where Lampard's management skills have to be questioned because I think any top manager would take him out of the limelight for a bit, drop him from the team, and ease him in. But Lampard seems to be playing him every single week. Um, he has left him on the bench. And he's clearly, he let yeah some, but he had um, COVID as well. That's why he was out of the team. But uh, he, the, the thing I, is, I'm not saying that he. There's some players who. You, you, when they when they join the league and, they, and they've come with a lot of sort of expectation, you watch them and they show glimpses. For me, he hasn't shown many glimpses, and the only thing that he's shown me is that he's not the type of player that's cut out for Premier League. I know nowadays the Premier League is different to what it used to be, and more technical players fit in fit fit in better. But with him, there's just something about him that tells me he's going to be a massive flop. 
And I, I hope I'm wrong because I want to see him do well. No, and I want to see the best players a, in the A player like Havertz, honestly, I think he... Um, firstly, with a, with a kid who comes from abroad, uh, I would... If they hit the round running and the ground running <laughs> most of the time managers literally take it as a bonus they don't think that within the first six months that a young kid from abroad will perform i i don't I, I i don't measure a, a young kid coming from abroad to england and i don't measure them honestly within the first six months or a year I, I everything that. everything that happens but then obviously there's a difference some players their character is completely different to others. I think with Havertz, he is definitely a player who needs a manager who can really nurture him. And he mm. needs to settle in into the league. He needs to settle in into England, his living, whatever it is. Because what we saw from him, that ability is definitely there. And I think he will, over time, make it, man. I, I, I don't know. I, I honestly, I, got- I, I wouldn't measure him until maybe the end of the season and then see from next season. Because, I agree he, with that. But I, my, the one thing I'm going to say with on that, I agree with the whole six months, even, even a season, a full season. Mm. But I think the way Lampard is managing him could actually have a detrimental long-term yeah, effect. Yeah, yeah. Oh, play, he's, he's not being managed well. And that's my, mm-hmm. my thing. He needs to be taken out of the limelight. And he, he needs to even maybe be dropped from the squad entirely for a couple of weeks. He needs to be um, managed. Just... Just, it's just to true, give him yeah. some, just for just for him to get his head right, um, and then then to then to come back into the squad on the bench, have a few cameo appearances, coming on late in the game where, um, you know the defenses are tired and it, and he might get he might get more space than he gets from starting a match, yeah. you know maybe assisting a goal and that's how the confidence builds and that's how you see it's, it grow. It's one thing, the, yeah. It, it's a, it's a big thing that I've seen that Jurgen has done for us is when yeah. we signed Robbo, when we signed Chamberlain, when we signed Fabinho. He didn't play them for about six. I remember Robbo, he like six months, everyone's like, where the hell is the guy? He wasn't even in any squads. He was just, he's taking their time. The thing is, and we look at the signings he's made. The reason I think we he wanted Jotus so badly was that he's been in the league and he's been around for a while and he's been in England. So that transition wasn't needed. It was just as soon as he can get up to scratch with the team. So that's why he signed him. If there was oh. another option of getting someone from abroad, he would have gone for Jota just because he's been in the league for a while. Um, but I agree, Lampard is not managing it well at all. Yeah, absolutely. So obviously with Chelsea having dropped points, um, come Sunday afternoon, big, big opportunity for Spurs to extend their gap at the top, especially with Liverpool playing later on. We mentioned it last week and we we, we all said that this will be the real test for Spurs against teams like this where you wouldn't be able to sit back as much. Zach, do you fear this kind of result going into this game? Not really. Um, to be honest, quite confident, were you? Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't too scared of Crystal Palace. Um, and like, if you remember the first our first podcast episodes where um, Liverpool lost seven two to Villa, and we asked Manib what went wrong, and he said, "I don't really know." <laughs> I'm going to say the same thing. To be honest, I don't really know what happened. I think great, great man. We quote. started off. Peppering their goal, uh, Guaita put out one of the all-time greatest goalkeeping performances um, in that first 20-30 minutes. Harry Kane finally managed to break the deadlock and Guaita slipped away. And Palace didn't get a look in. I thought if we continued in that vein of form, yeah, he would have probably pulled out more saves, but we would have comfortably won 2 or 3-0. <laughs> but as soon as we scored, 
they hit the switch and they just went they, they didn't even park the bus it was just awful awful football passes misplaced all over the pitch no one was bothered um eric dyer who has had a few positive performances the past couple of weeks played some of the most shocking passes you'll ever see on a premier league pitch i don't know what he was doing um have you, seen McTominay? have you seen McTominay? You haven't I'm seen McTominay. Him in any, any detail, I, I do have to admit. But then the funny <laughs> thing was, as soon as Palace scored again, we turned it back on again and, and made them stick to their six-yard box. So it, it wasn't the fact that it was part of our tactics. or that I actually thought maybe they're tired, especially with having so many big games recently. It looked like they still had the capability of pushing Palace back. It was just... Bizarre why we yeah, that, threw that, points away. That sounds like a typical Mourinho thing. <laughs> Get a goal ahead, just sort of sit on it for a bit, and then uh, if the other team scores, then go back in it again. It's too, too late. I, I, I didn't watch the game in with, I, I had it on, on and off. Um, the first 20 30 minutes, I, I thought Crystal Palace looked quite dangerous. I didn't think Tottenham would echo in the goal. They had opportunities. I think I, Palace definitely had opportunities. Um, and for me, like I said, I didn't watch the full ninety, and like, I, but I did. I did feel like I do feel like I, I watched enough of the match to catch a flavour of what was going on. Um, and to me, it felt with with Tottenham the last three league games, and they've been massive games, and they've been you know parking the bus like to 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 an, to another level. And it's hard for teams to come out of that mindset. And maybe when they score the goal, they subconsciously went into that mindset. And like like you, like you said. Um, but then against Palace, you don't park the but bus. That's, I don't think second, third that's goal. the thing. And, but the, that's the thing. And Tiff said it exactly. It's a typical Mourinho thing. They went one up and then he thought, okay, let's sit back a bit. You should go I for would, them after that. Guaita just made a mistake. His yeah, head is down. I would agree. I would agree if we were parking the bus in the same <laughs> vein that we've seen against Chelsea, Man City and Arsenal. But we, I don't think we... I think it was just sloppy football because we weren't... Defending really well, we were just letting that there was a lot of 50 50 balls that we just you didn't do all the basics in. wrong, basically. a lot of second balls that we just missed out on. It wasn't an effective if we put a defensive performance in like we have done recently, the game would have finished 1 0, but it was just poor, poor performance right across the pitch. I, th- I think we need to give credit to Eze as well. Oh, he had a fantastic yeah, game. Um. I thought Zaha looked really dangerous as well. Them, yeah, there, there were periods in the second half where after Palace equalised, they could have easily taken the lead, genuinely, and possibly taken the game away from you. Um, uh, so, what's your thoughts on Spurs this season? Do you think they're genuine contenders at the top of the league? Does anybody with a footballing <laughs> mind actually think Spurs are contenders? Oh, come on, Fantastic. <laughs> Listen, the fact of the matter is... <laughs> Tottenham have been the best side in the league so far this season. That is a fact. That's true, but that's true. But a fact as well is Tottenham are bottlers. Well, that's, that's well, the one thing that remains to be seen. Um, we've scored. The problem is you 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 have what Liverpool have, and that had rather that we don't you don't have any experience of like winners. No one's won anything in that team, more or less. We had to bring in Milner, <laughs> and they got, win, they, got win, they got a serial winning manager. That's though, it, basically, they that's. Like that. Is that enough? We'll see. That's the question yeah. that needs to be answered. I'm not going to come out and say that we're title challengers because that's a stupid thing to do. Um, but I'm pretty sure you've said it before. I've not. <laughs> I've not categorically said it, but at the same time, saw so you print in the shirt. At the same time, is that is that with what you're saying today? I'm sensing 
an element of Absolutely. doubt creeping oh, in. Oh, there's been a over massive, last, a drastic change in mentality from last week. For the last four to six no, no. weeks, you've been, oh, you know, team, Spurs this, Spurs that, Arsenal, and all of a sudden. Listen, we've won, because the last four or five weeks we've won. Like today, this week, we've drawn. So obviously I'm not going to have the same positive He's got a doubt mentality. The, the, the fact <laughs> of the matter is, there's no Fans point in being a football fan if you can't be excited when your team are top of the table. Um, no, I what's agree. What's the point of watching but football? My question to you, it's true. My my question and worry for you and Spurs is, if you're having the doubts over after one game, how um, are the players feeling? Has that has that doubt creeped into their heads? More confident than I've ever been going into Wednesday's game. Um, put it that way. There's no doubt whatsoever. <laughs> okay, well, we'll, we'll come to we'll that. We'll come to that later on. Let's discuss the let's, Liverpool result. Let's um, move on. Yeah. yeah later. So Thanks, yeah, cheers, Ask. Wanna carry on? <laughs> <laughs> um, so you, you can call you can call me Tess if you want. Chelsea drop points, Spurs drop points. Big game for Liverpool. It was a tough game the way the game was going. Um, so BJ, after obviously the way the way the game was, it was it was a tough game for Liverpool. Um, was that a point gained or two points dropped? Do you think? Bottlers, bottlers. Oh, Oy. We can't see with Bottlers when we won the league last season. Yeah, no, you're okay, mate. You're okay, uh, it's definitely two points lost. I think Liverpool, we were gear two from the start, and that's the problem. It's hard to pick it up. But we did pick it up towards the end. Um, and we got the points, deservedly, I think. The last uh, minutes. Yeah. Um, he used to go to this. well. But like, at the end of the game, we had no centre back on the pitch. Literally, no, no recognised centre back on the pitch. The, the injuries are pathetic. If we had that full okay. team, there's no chance we'd have run away with this league completely, but no Jota, no Van Dyke. It is what it is, I guess. So, do you think the injuries are catching up with Liverpool? They well, they should have caught. To be fair, for them to take this long to catch up with us, we've been is a so miracle. Good, yeah, you're right. We, we've been brilliant. But to be honest, about the game, first of all, we need to give a round of applause for Fulham, honestly. honestly. I was just going to say, I think we deserve. They were outstanding. They think really, really well. And you know what? It's been weird with um, Scotty Parker, yeah? I've seen him in some uh, interviews, and I think Zach mentioned it as well. He looks like he was going to (laughs) cry in a couple of the interviews. I genuinely think it was more... He he looked so upset because he didn't know what was going wrong with his team. I think he's been like... He must be seeing them in training, and he must be setting up everything completely right, and then it just falls apart come on the weekend. I finally think now, with a couple of the signings that they've made, Loftus-Cheek did look good, to be fair. He looked very strong. Um, Lookman was I brilliant. Like I think they're still going down, to be honest. Yeah, it's going to be very tight for them, but genuinely, it's like they did look very good. We we were sloppy. We didn't start well. We I think the goal kind of woke us up, but we weren't doing much until the second half. Um, the injuries are pathetic. It is unbelievable. And I think a player like Jota in that game the way he gets the ball, especially because Manny was a bit off. Jotter is like Manny, so he would have got the ball and just ran at them. They set up really well, though, and honestly, credit to them. They played good. They definitely deserve the point, but... I think they deserve three. Dropped, 100%. To be honest, I, I'm going to say the same. I thought, I thought Alisson... Yeah, and Alisson was brilliant for us, so... I, 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 With um, I think you're right about Jotter. I was watching that game, and I just thought... Jota is needed 
And I could, if he came on, I think he would have he would have scored and made a big. I, difference. I would have said they, um, they would have deserved three. If honestly, in the second half, they had one chance at the beginning. Then other than that, even though we didn't create chances, we dominated the ball, and they they were. You okay. could see that we were going to make and create a chance or something. So should Fulham have had a penalty? Oh, well, that's one thing I want to talk about that game. Yeah, the refereeing I... was absolute quality, genuinely. That is that is what professional refereeing really is about. Je- it, it was not, honestly. It, well, it wasn't. I, I it wasn't, what, yeah. I don't know what link you were watching, but my commentators were saying, oh, it was definitely penalty. Link. Penalty. I, I was watching it live on Sky. I was watching you on Dodgy Link and you got some, like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Like dodgy commentators. Could... They were saying, oh, it's a penalty, it's a penalty. But then after half time, they looked at their games like, oh, yeah, to be honest, it's not a penalty. If you look at the other angle, ass the one that was like from behind. To be honest, the only the only person I, I know I know what the angle you're yeah, saying, yeah. but for me, he took he went he went through the player. I, I'm just gonna give my honest opinion. I I, I can I can I see think from the direction the way the ball went. Slight argument. You have to say he got the ball Reg- first. Regardless, exactly. regardless of what the decision was, it wasn't a clear error for the referee to over. No, and I'm, and I'm glad he stepped to his guns. Yeah, that's a, it was. And he was a guess very. Good. I think it was. And the, and the second, I think it was I, a blatant penalty, but. Fulham probably would have missed their penalty, so it didn't make a difference. It was not blatant. It was not blatant at all. No, no. I think I, th- I think the, I think the issue with that with that, if it was given as a penalty, did Fulham no even appeal for it? But then people. They did. They played. They played. The one play really that's, that's, that was, um, I think, mentioned as well on one of the links I was watching. <laughs> oh, but I know <laughs> all these one of the links. links I was watching. That tells the story when the whole team <laughs> I, is an appeal. I don't think it was a clear penalty. At I think it's impossible though, to tell. At half time, one of the no. people in the studio did say as well. Look at all the other Fulham players. Not a lot of them were uh, calling for it. It was the one guy, and the way the ball went, and that one angle, it it shows like I think to be just just one. One point I'm going to make is obviously on the I was watching it on Sky. Graham Souness is obviously a Liverpool legend. He thought it was a Stonewall Did, penalty. Ever didn't agree, Ever, right? Ever, oh, he... Ever initially didn't agree, but then he said he probably was a penalty. But he was a bit on the fence. Jamie Carragher, just Jamie Carragher, look, Liverpool comes uh, out of his back. Look at the angle. Really. Really. I think Graham Souness is more biased. Yeah, but the, but that's the whole point. Did Graham Souness, being a pro pro Liverpool, he said he think it was, it was a definite penalty should have been overturned but the most important thing was that our listeners and our viewers oh, yeah. we put this question on Twitter we put a poll we had 33 votes and 70% of the votes said that it was a stonewall penalty can't argue with that so so make of that what you will I'm just going to mention one point in Liverpool and obviously the way you've been for the last two seasons, you've, been, you've practically been indestructible. And the amount of hold that you've been in, you've always managed to dig yourself out. And I was fully expecting you to take, even when you were, uh, when you know, one all down going into the last five, I was fully expecting a result. But do, do you just like, you? Um, this question is like you since WJ, obviously being over Liverpool persuasion. Do you feel there's a bit more of a vulnerability now about your team? Uh, like that indestructible nature is not there anymore. Like, like Mo Salah, your top scorer, was taken off. Fine, he hasn't... His fitness is probably not 100%. No, because, yeah, but because he had nine. I, I was just stunned to see that you dropped points to fill him away. Like, wow. It's, it, it's true, but then uh, I, I, I get it. But <laughs> we didn't lose. Yeah, it's true. But then we're talking about, I think we mentioned it even last week, a destructible nature of... When we how we beat Wolves and Leicester, it was still there to see. I think away from home, there is 
something creeping you would, in. You now. wouldn't be. You wouldn't because have had results like this against teams like this last season. This season is, before. Yeah, no, is no. Is that you're five? Right. But is that five away games in the league that you haven't won? That's now? what I'm saying. I think it's creeping in. It is definitely creeping in. One of them. I, mean, was, that's, that's, I think that's one of them. In. One, not creeping one in. of them was in. City at the Etihad. Uh, the Villa game was a big thing as well. So after you lose seven two away from home. It's always going to be in the back of your mind when you do go away. As long as you do not lose again, I I don't really see it as a big think, issue. Um, I don't I don't think it's a big issue. I think Liverpool went that uh, game. We're not with, with that not in mind at all. They were thinking, oh, this is going to be an easy win for us, and they it went was silly of them. So yeah. they underestimated but for them. Yeah. Next... But do you think exactly? Well, to be honest, yeah. I, I, I I think Fulham pressure. just went into that game. They had a tactic spot on. They played well, and like I think, like Yusuf said, I think they just deserve a lot of credit for getting they that were result. Brilliant, they did. I think, I think, us, man. Was you know, Liverpool. They might not have been a hundred percent, but I don't think they were that bad. I just think, I just think Fulham yeah. were just. You can tell how bad Liverpool were by the the way Klopp was on the sidelines. He was, he was vexed. He was vexed. He was one hundred percent vexed. You can tell how bad you can tell how bad they were that he actually subbed on Minamino. <laughs> I think he got injured, didn't he? One of the Liverpool players got injured. Matip got injured. injured. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but he never subbed. Yeah. Yeah. I think because of the results that Spurs had in Chelsea, I think Liverpool thought, okay, yeah. Easy win for exactly. us, and I think you, you underestimated them massively, and it was just a big oversight. And it, it, it happens. All the big places happens too. It does happen. It does, and well, yeah. So honest, no, nothing to worry about. Liverpool are not worried about Spurs. I think they're looking at Man City. Man City is having such a bad season. We're thinking we could probably win on cruise control. And to be honest, we probably could win on cruise control. I, I think after that result, there's definitely big question marks. If it now. wasn't, if I think if you had won that game, I think you would have taken complete control, and then. Listen, if, if you're not winning, they're not cruise controlling. Oh, I, I, we're gonna. Literally. I reckon we'll smash Spurs, hundred percent. Are we previewing Sorry. that later, Sorry. or are we? Uh... Oh, no, we just We've that, just discussed man. Spurs. We've just, we've just, just discussed Liverpool. I think it's a perfect time <laughs> to move on to Spurs. Okay. <laughs> <Damn field, lad. laughs> um, Arsenal, uh, another embarrassing home defeat, courtesy of an Aubameyang own goal. Oh um, no. Arteta's got to go now. It's happened to a better club, mate. Has to go, surely. Arsenal, Arsenal fan TV. We're with Claudia. I think he. Um, I don't know what's. Go- I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> I think for me with Arsenal, I was, I was looking at the team on the weekend, and I, I, I think they need to change the system entirely. For me, they got Obama Yang and like, William has, has been awful. Um, they need to change something quite dramatically and I would probably go for like a diamond system. Aubameyang with a great um, goal on the weekend mate I don't know what <laughs> you're know, talking about they'd have Aubameyang and say Lacazette or whoever else is spit strikers Saka I like Saka a lot but he's not a left winger he's not he doesn't he doesn't offer enough because he, he can't really dribble past players he's a good pass for the ball he gets into good positions um, he makes some good runs but he hasn't got that X factor about him that you need as a winger in the mm. Premier League um, for me, I, I was just analysing the team and I was thinking, even if they're missing players like Party and stuff, you should have, you know, a, a, maybe a narrow three of sort of Xhaka, Ceballos and um, Elneny maybe, um, and then have Xhaka. someone... Arsenal fans don't want him anywhere well, near the yeah, team. Yeah, I know, yeah, but I'm obviously sorry, I'm he, cannot be in that he, was, he was available. And he, and I don't know how he... he is a... No, I, I agree. And then maybe, you know, just, just something a bit different. And I, maybe they just got, and by having a, a, a midfield three, sort of three defensive midfielders, then maybe they can afford to. I know I, I, they're not bringing Ozil back in the team probably because of political reasons. But having a three, play, having three defensive midfielders and then having Ozil as almost, as almost like 
Junior United have done it a few games where they have like Bruno Fernandes at the tip of a diamond and then two split strikers. I think that system would suit Arsenal down to a ground. Um, I think um... they need to do something different, especially because they're not scoring. They need to have players up there. They need two strikers playing narrow, in my there's opinion. Rumor, there's rumours going around about David Luiz as well. Is that when he's um, when he's part of a squad, then he's not happy. The manager's there. He's a big influence, and he will change it. And supposedly, he's not happy with Arteta right now. Yeah, I, I heard something about that as well. The problem with Arsenal is they're not playing with a clear conscience. That's that's what it is. They screwed over Mesut Ozil. The players feel guilty, and damn right they should be guilty as well. Damn the whole right. club should feel guilty. It's pathetic. So you really, so you really think the fact that you really think that's affecting these, these the all these things, justice thing, exactly. All these things impact the players subconsciously. You need to be happy. I no, completely agree. I'm, I'm pretty sure somebody, some of the players are probably thinking, scratching their heads, thinking, why, why, why isn't he playing? I think it's a fair, oh, fair point, considering how big of a player he is. It is. To be fair, though, I, I got no, I got no sympathy for Arsenal. No, the exactly. way they treated, the way, what they've done with her is like I disagree with. But I mean, he's he's not he's he's known to be a bit sort of lazy in training and stuff. So they might have other reasons for it. But they sacked off it was a fifty members of staff just so they can give Obama Young a new three hundred fifty thousand pounds a week and Gunnosaurus contract. And Gunnosaurus. And The best thing that can happen to that club is that club is a mess. A mess from top to bottom. That club. And Brighton are above Arsenal. They need to change the owners, and only way they get to change the owners is if they get relegated. I think one thing that, that says the state of what Arsenal or the state of Arsenal right now is since um, fans have been allowed back into stadiums, obviously every fan that has managed to get their hands on a ticket has felt really special, really appreciative of this golden opportunity in such crazy circumstances. They were walking out the stadium before the before the final whistle. Did, did you see that one fan with a face mark over his eyes? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, Don't blame him, mate. Don't blame him. Come club. Come so we, fans. The question needs to be asked. Come manager. It's time. The question to needs to be asked. Are they going to get relegated? I think. I think they're, they're, in, they're in a relegation battle. I think that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, even Gaduzi was mugging them off me. He scored for her for Hertha Berlin a cracking goal. And he was signaling. To if you look at the next few joking. fixtures, they've got Southampton on Wednesday. Oh, Southampton are flying at the moment. Big. They got Everton after big. that. Then they got Man City in big. the Carabao Cup. Then they oh. have Chelsea, and then Brighton. <laughs> oh, that's great work, Zach. Look, I think maybe a horrid look race. forward to Leighton Orient. They might get three season. points out of that run. <laughs> <laughs> if Pep is the bold fraud, what is Arteta? <laughs> that's, a, that's a great question, sir. Really. Great, great question. <laughs> I think it's shocking that they're basically letting him. They're basically letting him do his work experience at Arsenal. He should not. He should not be starting in a club like that. He should be. At the level the of maybe Scott Parker or someone like that, a, a lower Premier League side or a Championship side. Uh, question: If they do sack Arteta halfway through the season, who will they bring in? Potch. Yeah. Potch. I don't think he would go. He would never go. Zach, how would you feel? And you're celebrating in front of the 20 fans at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, mate. How would you feel? That's the same as asking me how would I feel if I became pregnant. Like it's not. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Um, 
whoever well, goes. these days it could happen mate anything no. could happen <laughs> I just, I, it's true honestly I don't think it'll happen but oh, I wouldn't no. be completely it is a poison palace like you would not believe whoever goes there next is the stupidest manager in football and Pochettino is not the stupidest manager in football I, re- I reckon they've come to the stage where they need to look at Sam Allardyce and Adam just steady the shit sure they don't stay in the league and we're good do you know who they need? They need David well, Moyes. David Moyes Honestly. took over. I think was it the same week as uh, like the same week as Arteta, and he's got. If you look at the state of West Ham and the state of Arsenal now, Moise. and what they've done with their respective sides, um, the London Stadium streets apart. Uh, great stuff. Moving on, um, Southampton. They are flying at the moment, as you said, Zach. But wow. I think nobody um, surprised at three uh, 0 against bottom of the table, Sheffield United. I think quite quite an easy performance. They breeze past them. Leicester, they blow hot and cold every other week, it seems. Um, and, and Brendan acts like oh, he's done a master. Wasn't a master pass, you know. I mean, Brighton, fair enough. They are can be a de- tricky team to play. Um, but I think Leicester had more than enough. And obviously, fully expecting, uh, you know, a surprise result their next game. Like, so they, they, don't, they don't seem to be consistent. Uh, Friday night, Leeds played West Ham. Yeah. These problems seem to be continuing. Uh, so Bielsa yeah. announced his starting eleven. Before. He did. He, uh, he's done it many times before. <laughs> and that's nothing new. Um, Fantastic <laughs> for fantasy. Yeah, they've done his face off. But yeah, that. not 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 wise from him. And uh, I think he, yeah, Leeds' naivety and his naivety is um, getting shown up. To be honest, um, Wolves face Villa. I tell you what, that was another. We talked about Wolves nice a lot, haven't we? That was another drab performance from them. Despite you know a few different changes and personnel, great result for Villa though. It looks like Jota was their magic man, eh? It looks like Jota, Jota was, was the main man. Magic man. Was talking the about, thing is, yeah, he wasn't though. Jota, Jota wasn't. He would start a game and then get dropped. Start a game <laughs> dropped. He wouldn't. He wasn't in that team. But the game. We discussed discuss Wolves. That's what made the difference. It looks like. No, no, no. I, Why are you so? Crap? We discussed Wolves a lot. No, because they, they, we've, we've discussed last week, we discussed them in quite a bit of detail. Ultimately, there's only so long a team can play as defensive as Wolves play. They've been playing quite a, um, I'd say, like a Josie Mourinho type system, just park the bus and hit them on the break. And this season, obviously, yeah, they're missing Jota, but like, like, like you said, he, he was only playing every other game before for Wolves. Um, I think Jimenez, obviously, before his, in, it wasn't, before his injury, though, he just hasn't been the same this season. Um, and then I, I just think I'm looking at the midfield Ruben Neves he hasn't really kicked on to be the player that people thought he was going to become Moutinho looks like he's lost an extra yard this season um, they all just look a bit out of place and Adama Traore I was, I was never a big fan of his I just, to me just a bigger version of Aaron Lennon oh, I think he's got potential I agree I think he does need bigger version of Aaron Lennon the quality I think he'd make an outstanding <laughs> I think he'd make a but good right back. I just I think he's another man. He's not an attacking winger. He'll be fantastic. And honestly, I think we said Absolutely. it as well. Playing down the middle. Let him cause a bit of havoc. Playing down the middle will cause problems. But he's out of form. He's massively out of form at the moment. I think everybody's out. Ultimately, he's I think massive, the whole that's what he is. Manager and um, some of the players moving on. Yeah. What do you think the world managed to be? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think he's come to a sell-by date now. I'm sorry. This is the Premiership we did. Nuno, I, I, Nuno I wouldn't, absolutely. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't sack him. I, 
I wouldn't call for his for his head, but I would say that he needs to. Wait, maybe what's he going to do? Find Sign more Portuguese players in the, in the January window. What, what more can he do? <laughs> no, I just think because that's all he's more expensive. Dude. Um, obviously, the final game of the weekend. Uh, well, sorry, the final fixture to go through. Uh, West Brom's woes continued uh, with another defeat at Newcastle United. Um, I'm sure Zach's uh, well chuffed with that result. Well on the way back to the championship. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Um, I'll tell you what, lads, I don't know about you guys, but it is absolutely fantastic. Only have to go one day without football, Premier League action, and we're back again tomorrow night. Great stuff. That's right, Omar. You heard right. Absolutely. Right yeah, Omar's going to be waiting till the weekend. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to Liverpool Spurs? I thought we were playing this weekend. Um, so, yeah, on to the big game. Liverpool versus Spurs, Wednesday night. That, I'll tell you what. Spurs do bottle it against Liverpool, let's be honest. And they have done. But, but if it... do we have... Can we forecast something different uh, this season? I am. Zach. Well, I've already said I'm feeling Zach. confident. Um, yeah, we had to change. We had to change our tactics for the Crystal Palace game. But Liverpool, <laughs> if you listen very carefully, you can just hear Jose polishing the wheels on that bus. Um, Do you think that's going to work against Liverpool parking the bus? Because Liverpool can break that down. I, I, I don't I, think. I don't think they'll be able I to. I think not so much. Not so I much think... the defensive side of it. But the counter-attacking and the potency of it, if there's one defence that is war-torn and battered and bruised and ready to get shredded apart by what is the hottest partnership in Europe at the moment, it is Liverpool back four. They are right. You heard about the hottest partnership, Dyer and Aldo Oh, absolutely. That back four is right for a... No, I think... I can't call a winner, but I do feel like the game is perfectly set up for another Mourinho masterclass. They've mastered the art of parking the bus. They've had a lot of practice on it recently. The Crystal Palace game was a, just a nuisance for them. 100%. You know, I think, to, to, uh, to honestly, Kane... they can go back to parking the bus and Son and Kane. Kane is so. Like, they, are, they, they, they will score. Kane, Kane they will is score. so happy that he doesn't have to have another game in Van Dyke's pocket. Honestly, so happy. Kane has scored against Liverpool practically every game he's played them, so I don't know where you're. Uh... <laughs> it's never been in a win, has it? It's been always in a draw in a lot. Use the Champions League final. I mean, he didn't exactly. neutral. He wasn't fair. He wasn't I don't care. He was playing against, against him. What about last he season? He scored last, last season. season. Thank you very much. I don't have a last season, but you, you can't mention. Yeah, it was a very. Oh, he, scored, he scores consolation yeah, goals. That was a different well, Liverpool, and that was a different. That was a different Tottenham user. Welcome to 2020, we the, the year of Liverpool nightmares. This is Anfield. This is Anfield, Zach. This I think. I think Spurs is Spurs attacking is a one-trick pony in it. It's just if you mark if you mark Sun and Kane, that's done. And easier said than done. Done. Yeah, but the thing is, Liverpool have the players to do it. Liverpool have the players to do it, but anyways, Fulham showed that if you want to beat Liverpool, you got to attack them. You got to attack them. So mm. parking the bus probably the, be the worst tactic you can do against Liverpool because everyone knows our vulnerability is in the fence, not an attack. So park the bus, but by and Mourinho will park. Oh, absolutely, own. it's getting parked. That's you know, there's a few things guaranteed in life, and that is a Mourinho. You said 
along with death and taxes. <laughs> in a game like oh, this, one hundred percent. And I suppose I, I feel more comfortable knowing that we're going to park the bus than if we had to go. If if Pochettino was our manager, then yeah, I'd say probably Liverpool would win. But with Jose at the helm, the bus, as Asif said, we've had basically three rehearsals for this game. This, this is... um, I think. Everything's going to go perfectly for us. What's Mourinho's record like against Klopp? Uh, no idea, to be honest. Uh, I don't think it's great. I'm not sure, but uh... I don't think it's great. But I do think Mourinho is in his mojo now more yes. than he has been for a long time. Against United, he was never in his mojo. Um, but Aspers, he's in his Roy mojo. Players believe in his. Should we get a quick round of predictions? Then what are we thinking for the big game? Um, As, what's your what's your predictions for this one? I'm gonna go. For, I'm gonna go for a one-all draw. One-nil Spurs. So, BJ confident Liverpool win. You what have you got? Top top stuff. Is it is Where is the game being played? Is it Anfield. Yeah. We're fans. We're two thousand copites. If it was at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, in the club, <laughs> if it was at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, what would your prediction be? Four 0 Liverpool. I, 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 no, I still say I'd say one, one all. Whether it was the only or... caveat I'd say is that, like I said before about the Chelsea game, is that it is very early on in the season for there to be any real fireworks. So that. that... If it was later on in the season, I'll be going two or three nil Spurs, but just I'll keep it to one nil because it is. He's he's kind. It's just uh, these doubts. There's going to be even more doubts on our next podcast. Trust me. Tiffany, what's your prediction? 5 0 Liverpool, I, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely think it's going to be quite a drab, boring game. I think it's going to be a draw. I genuinely think Spurs are going to suck the life out of it. And I think Liverpool are going to be quite jaded as well, considering they just. I think I think similar to the Manchester derby, I can see both teams being happy with the draw. I don't think it'll be the same type of game, but I think I can see it after sixty minutes if it's still nil nil. Um, both teams will probably maybe just take what the first about if, um, the if Eric Dyer puts size tens through Mo Salah's shin? Oh, here he goes. <laughs> the next biggest player is out for the rest of the season. What exactly I would drink those I'm Liverpool fan tears right it's, now. Disgusting. You're saying your wife. I would see that's the difference in class, isn't it? I would never wish. Can that I just say? Mean, son. I hope they have prosperity uh, okay. in their careers, but they blank but, on Wednesday. We haven't really. Can we just say Diogo Jota? So <laughs> sad that he's been out for another six to eight weeks. Honestly, it's te- absolutely it, devastating. Bless his cotton socks, innit, Ash? Bless his cotton socks. Bless his cotton knee, friend. Listen, <sighs> we move on, lads. Oh, wishing him a speedy, Top long seven. recovery. Um, moving on then to some uh, other news uh, this week. The Champions League and Europa League draw was made this... Was it today? Today. 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 That's today. cracking. What have we got today. to look forward to, gents? Yeah. Oof. Uh, could we go to the game back? PSG we, Barcelona. Okay, well, no, we got we had the Europa League draw. Um, <laughs> funny, yeah. 
so United have got they've been drawn against Real nice. Sociedad. Can we stay on the Champions or, League for or now, better known as La Real? No, sorry, you no, you've asked me the question now. We'll talk um, about the Europa League and I'll draw the toughest. On Thursday, tune in on Thursday. We've drawn. No, no, no. I want to just say we've drawn the toughest team that we they probably could have drawn. They they top they top they top in the Liga. They got Ad, yes, the brother Adnan Yanazai. David Silva. Stupid yeah. society. David Oof. Silva. I'm looking forward to that game. I'm looking forward to it. I'm glad we dealt with that. Nah, generally, yeah, they, Sociedad are a very good team, man. Silva. I, I can see I can see not being knocked mm. out by them. No jokes no, I, I, I generally I think, think it's a nice... It, like, it's a hard game for United, but you've got nothing to lose, man. Just go for them as well. By then, we'll probably have uh, Oof, Ahmad Yanazai. <laughs> um, yeah, Barca PSG is obviously a big one. Um, that'll be an interesting game. But PSG are famous for that, right? Leipzig. No, I think Barca. I think, I think Leipzig, Leipzig Liverpool, Liverpool, of course, is a big one as well. I think that's going to be I, really, really the way. Big, the way I see it, I'm happy that we're away first because I think if we can get anything there, even if we get a draw, we get an away goal, whatever. I think I'll, I'll be confident at Anfield, but. Is it the same well Red Bull team no, Liverpool played no, last season? No, that is Salzburg. No. So that's last year, was it? The thing yeah, is, it's so far away that it's difficult to make any predictions. Yeah, I thought, yeah you're right. Yeah, by yeah. February, it's true, it's true. Liverpool it's just might nice have a full draws, 11 of yeah. under 18s by, by the by February. As well, yeah? Absolutely. <laughs> Van Dijk can be back by February, no? Uh, no. He's walking normally. I know I've it's mad. He was actually walking normally, and he was doing light, light, light training. By the way, I reckon he'll be back quicker. Than yeah, so he might be, be back, back in time for the Merseyside derby <laughs> face Pickford again. <laughs> oh, wow. cheers! <laughs> you know, another draw is well though, and honestly, because in the league they haven't been that good. Bayern, they've got Lazio, and Lazio, they can go. Is Lucas Lever still play for them? Yeah, he does. Yeah, to be fair, Andres, Andres Pereira is... Oh, I fully expect Bayern by yeah, in February yeah. to be turned on and that will be <laughs> Bayern yeah. 5-0. Bayern are annihilating that. <laughs> I, I don't know why you brought no, up that game. No, I'm telling you, I think Lazio can do something. But again, it's in... It's in. It's just a, a fixture mm. I'm looking at. It's nice. Because I look at Porto Juve, I'm thinking flipping out. No, I think I think, yeah. I think all yeah. the, 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 the big the big teams are all pretty much separated themselves apart from Barca PSG. So Munch and Gladbach, I can see them beating City as but well. You know what? That's, that's, that's a tough game. If it was right now, if it was next week, I would say yeah. You never know with these teams what they'll be like in front. Yeah, of them. Yeah, let's let's move on um, to the Champions League. Yeah, that's pretty much it in terms of the news. I'm going to hand over to you, you now, you. So see you a little bit. <laughs> before we do, sorry, before we do, just want to say, I thought one of the Liverpool fans might have brought it up. Sad news about Gerard Houllier. You, obviously, you were growing up and you were quite young yeah. when he was manager. I, I, to be honest, I, I don't know much about him. He always seemed like a nice guy, and I know he won that fake treble whilst he was manager. Yeah, that's the um, but what, what was he? What, what do you remember of him and what, what good Michael did you Owen, mate, I, I was I loved Michael Owen as a kid and obviously he was manager um, yeah he was the first modern uh, foreigner to come in as a um, modern, <laughs> modern, modern foreigner. manager <laughs> sorry modern manager he, he, he gave Gerard captaincy he, he made Gerard yeah. captain I think to be so honest Gerard it's more for Omar him. Omar was a Liverpool fan like Around that time, I was really young, to be honest. Yeah, I, you don't appreciate Gerard Julia until he left, basically. Yeah. No, but 
Oh, man, didn't start watching football. No, I mean, I, re- I remember Roy Evans' days. <laughs> Roy Evans, the days of Heskey and Owen. Heskey, yeah. I think, um, no, I was listening earlier today that Dietmar yeah. Haman, was it Haman? Oh, no, Danny Murphy, one of them was saying how they run through a wall, they ran yeah, through a wall yeah. for him. Um, they loved him. Yeah, all no, the I think, um, sad news. They all, they all loved him. So. Expect to hear about it for another thing. Did he die from COVID? No, you know. No, I don't think so. He's like he's older than Donald Trump. He's 73 years old. Sir Alex Ferguson described him as a a, a young man. (laughs) Is he this? Donald Trump, because whenever I think about 70, (laughs) 70 year olds, yeah, probably. (laughs) If you're older than Donald Trump, you should be dead. Thoughts and prayers for the family of uh, Gerald Hugh. Cheers. Thanks, Zach. Nicest guy in football. Uh, There you go. Yeah, cracker stuff. Yeah, well, you, over to you. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what, you might as well change the name of the game and call it Zach's game because, uh, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, uh, Zach. <laughs> Zach's secret footballer. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, oh, Three points oh, for <laughs> Oh, my. Like, Steven Gerrard? <laughs> you should have gave me the answer already. <laughs> no, he won't say Steven Gerrard. He'll be like, Steven Gerrard! Before I sky into standing there. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I'll, I'll explain, explain. So this is Yusuf's secret footballer. Omar, I'll quickly go through the rules for you. Um, so I'll say a, say player number one, and I'll say how many clubs he's played for. I'll then start the game by saying the first club. If someone wants to guess, they have 30 seconds after I say the club to say stop. If no one has said stop within 30 seconds or 20, whatever, I'll go into the next club. If if you do say stop, I'll then say your name and then you can guess. Only one guess after a club is said and a maximum of three guesses for the whole round. So per player. Okay. Um, first person to guess the player wins that round and there'll be around three or four rounds or players per game. And the winner is first to two. And here's your winner. <laughs> and yeah, perfect. Is that okay? Is that uh, Omar? Oh, okay, is that? What, what, what's the... Yeah, um, let's do... <laughs> That's okay, you sir. Don't worry. Give me two seconds while I open that Wikipedia. <laughs> Yo, oh, <laughs> Yo, listen, lads. Tenor that you still get it wrong with Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, no cheating, please, lads. Cheers. Okay, so first player has played for six clubs, and one of those clubs he's basically played there three times so three different stints kind of i'll go through that but six clubs okay so the first club is borussia dortmund oh who's that short player stop yeah. <laughs> mario mario goethe oh. uh, stop omar Matt Hamels? <laughs> Incorrect. Yeah. Do we get more than one chance? Yeah, but so... Not yeah, but the, not in this round. Just, yeah, just but then you the only get club. three in the whole thing, okay, Omar? All right, all right. All right next club on loan was Fionord. Stop. Shinji Kagawa. Incorrect, that's... Okay, 
and then he was back to Dortmund, but then his third club was Real Madrid. Stop. Oh, I know Louis Sahin. Oh, oh what's the Louis Sahin? Stop. 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 <laughs> okay, wait, wait. Omar. I thought I said stop. Before Omar that. was shouting out, yeah. Omar, you need to say stop, but what was... Uh, are we okay to give him yeah, his guess? I think I said the point. Okay, yeah, go Omar, on. go on. What was it? Nui Sahin. Oh, yeah, I'll see you guys. Omar's game. Well done. Omar. Omar's Wikipedia. Well done. <laughs> well done, Oms. Well done. So, well, by the way, stop, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> you don't have in the next one like that. Cause... Well done, Omar. So, that's one point. Imagine if that I, I'm retiring, mate. Uh, I'm here, mate. There, buddy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well done, Omar. That's one point oh. to Omar. Unlucky ass, by the way. You <laughs> must say Axel Witzel. I know. I... Okay. Second player has played for a mammoth Oof. 12 clubs. Stop. <laughs> Are you sure, Omar? <laughs> Nicholas Nelka. That's my trick. That is it. Okay. I think everyone thought of an Nelka. Okay. First club, Maccabee Haifa. Yeah. Uh, stop. Right, yeah, come on. Second guess. Go on. Ben, Ben, Ben. ben. <laughs> it's obviously a Ben. Isn't it? <laughs> ben, yeah. Ben, 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 are you? Ben. Ben Ayun, that's the one. Incorrect. Mm-hmm. Uh, stop. Ass. Uh, ben Ayun. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> Any other? Ben Yedda. I wish we could have the Israelis. That we know. Ben Laden. Okay. Um, he has to be Israeli. Next, next club was on loan. It was Hapoel Kafar Sabah. <laughs> I bet. Oh, Zachary was all the players. Nothing. Stop. Oh, my God. Zachary, no. Oh, Oh, here we go. Zachary, take it. That's That's correct. What the hell, Zach? Do you want me to explain it? Explain that, please. Explain. So, uh, it was on... um, it was on Luke's game last Friday on the football ramble, you said. Oh, no wonder he's winning. Does, it, does that listen to Luke Stink? Because you no, just copies that. that. No wonder, bro. This is the first player. This is the first player. Can someone tell me how Yakubu started at Maccabee High Because Zach heard the exact player, same question. That's the one. exact same thing. I was thinking oh, no. oh, this, game, this whole game has been oh, that, shouldn't even, that shouldn't even count. No, no this is the I first one that I've ever used. It, it was. It, it has been the first one he's used from there. Zach has been listening to this up in the game. Can we... Can we discard that no, question? It does it count. count. To be fair, Maccabee Haifa, that's why. Because I when I heard it, I thought, wow, he started at Maccabee Haifa. But if you know, we listened to the like, same show. Really but no, Zach, but you have. I've listened to it last Friday, like... mate. Oh, you know what? It's just a disgrace. Oh, that's fine. Disregard. That's that question has been. That question has been. That question has been. No, it's not the whole game. That's literally the first one. Ask Zach. No, Zach. Zach, I don't. No, I don't think you should. I don't think Disregard that question should that be asked. Question, I think genuinely, it's the first time because I have listened to the last few. Disregard the first time it's been. Yeah, yeah. Zach, Tiff is the first one, man. Tiff just wants to get out of it. Tiff just wants to get out. All right, cool. That's that's gone. No problem at all. That's all good. Zach, what what was the last one you listened to? By the way, just a quick question. 
Yeah. This Friday they just went. Yeah, but well, he it was the Friday before Friday whatever. Before. I remember Yakubu, Twelve Clubs, Maccabee Haifa. <coughs> okay. All right. So next player. Okay. Next player. He has played for nine clubs, and one of them he has played for twice. Stop. Okay. <laughs> 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 I'll tell you what, Henry James, he's great out Oh, fantastic. That is the outstanding. Again, well <laughs> okay. First club is York City. Finally, you're starting off with English teams, man. I'm sick of <laughs> European, oh, Israeli. So it means Brexit. 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 Absolutely. <laughs> Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't want anything to do with these foreigners. Okay. York City, first club. Second club. Manchester United. Stop. Luke Chadwick. Zach. Oh. Incorrect. Stop. Yes. Jonathan Greening. Fair play to the guy. Yes, he's got it. Well done. Who the hell is Jonathan Greening? Later on. You, you, you know went now, Millsborough, West Brom, Fulham, Nottingham Forest, Barnsley, York City again, and Tad Caster Albion. Ass. I'm just glad that the, the two players who play for United now are in all the well rounds. Done. An interesting one about him was he was actually on the bench for the '99 final for United. Wow, that, that was. I didn't remember that. But, to be fair. Okay, well done, <coughs> Ass. Tiff, do you want to yeah. still cancel the game or? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Chick is about to say David Beckham. Okay. So the third player now, he has played for, for seven <coughs> clubs. His first club is Wolves, Wolverhampton Wanderers. I thought you were going to say <laughs> Second club is Everton. Yeah. He said seven clubs in here. Okay, yeah. Okay. Third club, Manchester City. I got it. Stop! Oh, stop! Okay, after, ass. Well, Julian Lesko. Oh, nice. Julian Lesko. Yes. Julian Lesko. Yeah. Well done, ass. You got it. Yeah, play. Well done, ass. Has won. That's two points. Yes. Well done, Omar. Who are you gonna guess? Sorry, Nicholas and Elka. <laughs> no, I was gonna say Steve Close, Adams, close. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's close. <laughs> well done. Well done, ass. Um. Yeah, well done, Ass. Brilliant. Well, first, a new winner for once, Zach. Zach probably just tipped his mouth because he didn't want to get found out that he's listened to all the other things. (laughs) Tiff, generally, it's the first one that I've used, and I knew I I didn't think Zach would have listened to it so quick. But congratulations, Zach. 
Next What's game? the next game, boys? That's it. Just to round up off, as we always do, Thanks, the Manix nice. team of the week. Thank you. He's not here to explain this, but I'm and he's <laughs> not here to explain this team again. Straight through it. So Manip has gone with uh, Villa's goalie, Emilio <laughs> Martinez and Golds. He's gone for Justin at fullback, one fullback, and Robinson at the other fullback. Fantastic. Who was Justin? Who? James Justin for Leicester City. Who, sorry, who was the first fullback? James Justin, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, and Robin, Robinson. Robinson. Fulham, uh, I mean, uh, Fulham left back. Yeah. Rob, Robinson. Fulham. Robinson. Uh, he's gone for Martin and Vestergaard at centre back. Yeah, he uh, was... Midfield has gone for Zambo Anguisa uh, of Fulham. Yeah. What? Zambo Anguisa. <laughs> sorry, who was Anguisa? Anguisa, he's the Fulham one. No, who's yeah, the All right. Um, <laughs> alongside Allen. And then on the wings, he's gone for Luckman. Adam Luckman on the left. Madison on the right. And he's gone for Che Adams and Jamie Vardy up top. I told him, look, man. Listen, I told him, everybody for which position, I, I actually mate. thought of Robinson without even mentioning his name. <laughs> he was only <laughs> for Fred. Oh, yeah, he was over Lee. He's had those some great games, but Bruno, Zach, any thoughts on that? I know why he thought of Fred. Because you know, you know that Fred did that Cruyff turn in the middle of the pitch. <laughs> so that video was going viral. So I can believe saw that video. Well, yeah, I'm putting him in. I think, I think uh, as a yeah, I thought he had a very good game. Um, out, to be fair, I thought he was really good. But then I can see why he put Madison and uh, Manib takes no prisoners. Luckman, to be honest, Absolutely. I thought they both were really good. And it rolls on again. Oh, my thoughts on the team. Uh, was oh, <laughs> that player first for Fulham? Defense, defense midfielder came off with the <laughs> Zambo. Who's that? No, the other one. What's his name? He's oh, he's got like a double barrel name. Lost his cheek. Funny air. For who now? For, for, for lost Fulham. Cheek. No, lost his the guy cheek. No, no, not lost his cheek. The other guy. He used to play for Stoke, I think. Oh, Yellow hair. Matt, he used to play for what? Southampton. Lamina, Lamina, Lamina. Yeah, Lamina? I thought he was. I, I thought he's better. I don't know. Even though I didn't watch Fred play. <laughs> That's a bitch, Mark. I need to get into my. Fred, 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 <laughs> the best defensive move. I thought. I thought he was one of the Fulham's best players to go. He did play well. To be fair, he did play well. But I thought Angusa was the right choice. I thought Angusa dominated that. You know, he protected the defense really well for Fulham. Uh, I, to be fair, out of all of the league's teams, <laughs> it's probably the closest one that I agree to. There's no Bruno or Harry Maguire. You tried to get Shocking. Harry Maguire in that, so I saw. You said a couple of times. I thought, uh, to be fair, no, I, I, I think Maguire should have been in there, but uh, whatever. Um, but, but the rest of them, I think, you know, Robinson, a left back, and Geese in the middle, Lookman, Madison, Vardy. Oh, um, well, I guess that's it, gentlemen. Okay. Unless anyone's got any other burning, uh, burning issues to get off their chest. How long's uh, how long's uh, Jota? I mean, that's good point. Tiago, what's great, happened to him? Great, great. Where's Tiago? Forget that. Great, where's great? Yeah, uh, where's Tiago? Yeah, where's Wally? Where's Tiago? He's gonna turn uh, up on Cantara. Wednesday. He's gonna turn up to Ward Four at the Royal Liverpool Infirmary or whatever. Uh, <laughs> 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 
Cheers, Zach. Imagine he turns up. Days. Imagine oh, he turns up. Uh, get injured in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely destroys that bus. Destroys that bus, mate. Sissoko, easy clutter of a tackle. And on belly, Sissoko, and Hoiberg in the middle. I feel like I feel like the hashtag obsessed panel needs to to watch this game together. Uh, Yusuf might get injured. Judy, you coming down for being another one? <laughs> 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 I heard Yusuf Abogatan's got a great setup at his house. Uh, you got, you know, you got all the leaks. Uh, uh, standing fans, um, standing fans. Thank you very much. Streaming up. <laughs> um, thank you very much for yeah. Another another <laughs> fine fine podcast. Plenty of great chat once again. Sabri J, great to have you here, mate. Thank you very much for doing this. Omar, fantastic. Round of applause for Omar, by the way. Sabri J, debut. I think you've been a great great addition to the. Uh, I still to the football. I still want more insight. You, Newcastle, please, because you didn't give much. <laughs> I will say, Sabri J, you brought uh, the nonsense. We will be releasing a poll on our Twitter yeah, account to find out who goes, who stays. <laughs> Thank you very much, gentlemen. Let the people decide. It's been a pleasure. (laughs) And you, Uh, too. (laughs) 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 Top, top stuff, lad. All right, thanks. Oh. Nice one. <laughs>